how can they think that this is a good idea? I mean, I guess I get the twisted logic, but I'm here to counter that. Oh my god, what am I doing? Hi, welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud. My name is Desiree. I was just reading a very alarming report. I thought of making this content because I heard about this university lowering the bar as Poe the Person, an awesome YouTuber who you should check out, described it for female engineers. This is in Australia, but it happens elsewhere around the world and not just for engineering, but wherever certain groups are underrepresented and people want to make and entice them to come and enter their programs more. Women applying to study engineering and information technology at the University of Technology, Sydney, UTS, is in Australia. Next year, will receive 10 more entry points than their male counterparts in what the university believes is a first-of-its-kind bid to remedy the under-enrollment of women in these fields. According to Engineers Australia, women represent approximately 18.9% of engineering graduates, which appears to translate into an underrepresentation in the workforce, with women making up just 13% of the industry. Do they do this in industries where female dominates for men? In order to step change gender diversity in these professions, the gender mix at undergraduate entry level needs to change. Director of the University of Technology, Sydney, Women in Engineering and IT, Artie Agarwal said. Civil Engineer and Victorian General Manager of Engineers Australia, Alicia Prince, 40, told SBS News she believed the move would send a strong message to young women that they were welcome in the field. <sighs> I cannot believe that people think this is okay. There are already different arguments against affirmative action. However, that comes from adding extra points or reducing points for others, you know, sort of normalizing the data when it comes in for it applicants who are trying to enter a program. One obvious one I can think of is that it's unfair to the other people because they're putting in just as much work. Maybe it's because they're gifted or because they actually put in work because it's not just being able to be smart to understand, but also taking the time to study and learn a particular kind of material. Those are skills that you build up apart from having some innate ability to be well at a certain subject. So it's unfair to the people entering. It's also unfair to the, to the individuals who will receive the output of the education that these applicants go away with. Say, for example, that your building is built well or that you can trust your doctor to do their job well. So it's unfair on both those points but i want to point out in this video that it's also unfair to the applicants themselves and i want to take it from a perspective that maybe you have not heard before i don't know when we go out into the world we grow and we learn through the process of feedback so if i take the time to study for something and then i don't do well then i can know that maybe i need to Look at myself and what I did wrong. Maybe I'm not fit to go into a certain industry. Maybe I didn't study 
maybe for me personally, I usually don't like exams, so I don't take the time enough, even though if I applied myself, I could do better. Maybe I didn't sleep properly the night before. And that also is important because when you're in the real world, taking care of yourself affects the job that you do. So it's not just about your brain power, but whether or not you would fit into a certain educational environment. Okay, so th those are examples of why it's important to be able to get honest feedback about the job that you did so that you can adjust and learn and grow from it. It's important to respect a person's ability to fail, to fall flat on their face and to say, hey, what did I do wrong? Where can I go from here? And if society is giving them extra points, I guess it's good that they're letting you know that they're doing it, maybe. But if society is promoting a culture of changing the outcome in order to please someone or, or in order to, in their opinion, as I read, entice people, then that's making it so that it's not honest and you can't actually take the information in from the world around you and decide to do something about it. So in my opinion, this is limiting a person's ability to grow and to learn. I also want to really point out the line between this and the classic vice of lying and deception. That's what these people are doing. The reason why lying to someone else is not a good thing is because you make their ability to make an informed decision null. That's why lying is wrong. Someone might make a different decision if they had the truth. And so you're manipulating them by giving them incorrect information. So you don't withhold information from people for that reason. This issue of whether or not you're being accepted based on whether you fill some sort of quota to help with underrepresentation of the group that you happen to belong to, it doesn't just have to do with whether or not you passed an exam, but it could also apply to your looks or your connections or some other sort of affiliation. Uh, like the country you come from, your ethnicity. People help others along in their paths for different reasons. It's all wrong. Now, I understand that people have different strategies for getting ahead. So some people don't care about those things. They don't care if they unfairly, in my opinion, get ahead of someone else due to something not directly relevant to their ability to perform the work well or learn to perform the work well. I understand that, but it's still wrong for the reasons that I'm stating. You can't fight what you consider to be unethical outcomes, not unethical behavior. You can't prove that the behavior is unethical, what has led to these outcomes, but you can't fight those outcomes that you think are bad with more unethical behavior. It's as simple as that. You can't do that. A lot of people have a savior complex and it overrides what I consider actually helping someone. And if you remove someone's ability to grow, you are not helping them. I am tired of putting these disclaimers in. Of course, it's good to help someone when they need help depending on the situation, not just because they're a member of some group. 
but I'm putting it in there. I'm not saying it's not good to help someone along, but you don't do it at the expense of other people. There are other ways, like helping them build their skills up or helping them, I don't know, shift focus because maybe they would be better at something else. Or if they want to stay and they recognize they're not as good as other people, then find other ways that aren't unethical to get better. You know, <laughs> the principles of how you do things matter. If you want to change and fix the world, you can't do it in an underhanded way. You can't. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. I'm trying to keep this really short. You all know my opinions on these topics. They quite infuriate me. It seems so crazy, so insane to me, but you can see the logic that these people have. And I just want to point out these are the reasons why it's wrong to do this, and particularly from the perspective of the applicant and learning and growing and adjusting due to feedback. That's maybe something that people don't really think about in terms of character development. So if you like my content, let me know what you think. Give a like, please share it. Uh, you can subscribe to my channel if it's the first time you're watching or hearing me. You can also support this channel, which is completely funded by viewers and listeners at justthinkingoutloud.tv slash donate. Thank you for listening to me talk. Have a good day and you will hear from me soon. Bye.